Welcome to Simple Pleasures, a podcast about finding the joy in the everyday. Each month I'll be sharing the little things that make me feel good and I'm inviting you along for the ride. Let's make our everydays the most joyful of all. Welcome back to Simple Pleasures. This is the last episode of this season and I wanted to just start off by saying a huge thank you for listening and supporting the podcast up to now. It's been so lovely to hear your feedback and watch the pod slowly grow. I'll be taking a short break and then I'll be back with season two, which I hope will be bigger and better, so do stay tuned. For the last episode, I wanted to share with you my experiences with estrangement. Before we get into things, I want to caveat this entire episode by recognising how challenging, painful and difficult estrangement can be. Because it is. I've lived with it for two years on and off and seven years fully. And trust me when I say it's been the hardest thing I've had to do. But I wanted to talk about some of the joys that I found that have come with it. Because the narrative around estrangement is often so bleak. It talks about the pain and sadness, but very rarely do you hear about the positives it can bring. It was one of the things I searched so hard to find early on in my estrangement. I wanted to hear stories about people who were happier estranged, who had found a freedom and who had space to be themselves in a way that they didn't before. And I can safely say, after scouring the internet, that those stories are hard to come by. So this episode is my way of putting out what I was so desperately searching for at 25. The joy of estrangement. Not to sugarcoat it or put a positive spin on it, but to shine a light on what else can be found within the loss. I want to talk about what you might gain. At 26, I'd been estranged fully from my family for a whole year. It was undoubtedly the most difficult year of my life. And I owe a huge debt to my friends and chosen family, who supported me and kept my head above water. By the end of the year, I'd started to understand my estrangement, not only as a loss, but also as a gift. And I wanted to share with you what I wrote on my one year anniversary. One year on, and I've already found a handful of gifts that being estranged has given me. And that's what gives me hope. If I can start to find these now, just 12 months on. Imagine two years, five years, 10, 30, 50. What if becoming estranged isn't just about the loss and the losses? What if it's about finding the gifts you never had the chance to find? What if it's about what you will gain? What if it's about who you will have the chance to become? Creating your own family. I can't describe it any other way than a colossal space that suddenly appeared. My life, which had felt full, overnight, suddenly felt empty. I grappled with that idea for a long time, and sometimes I still do. But something shifted after my first Christmas without my family. I found the start of a new one. I realised there was now space for people to be in my life that allowed me to feel loved and that gave me stability, that cared for me in a way that I didn't feel cared for before. 
Over the years, I found more of these people and added them into my ever-growing chosen family, something I longed for for a long, long time. There's a saying that you often hear as an estranged person, that you can't choose your family. Well, I have, and they are wonderful. Loving, kind, loyal, patchwork, magic. And whilst they will never replace the family I was born into, I wouldn't want them to. I've chosen to leave one family, so I have the chance to build the one I need and want. And that's been a joy and a journey, and one I'm so excited to keep growing. Knowing you can always handle whatever life throws at you. There's something about having been to the edge that makes everyday life now feel so sweet. I think this is something that anyone who's experienced depression or heartbreak or those bleak, bleak days will understand. Having felt like I no longer wanted to carry on and furiously searching for an exit sign, it's allowed me to feel joy like I hadn't experienced before and I have the darkness to thank for that. Now, even when things go wrong, or I'm desperately anxious or upset, or I've messed up and made a huge mistake, I know I can handle it. I know I can pick myself back up and start again in the morning. Because I have, a hundred times over, and with bigger burdens to bear. Becoming estranged forced me to trust myself in a way that I didn't before. It taught me the value of being strong, but also being vulnerable and allowing others to help you. Sometimes, seven years on, I'll be putting a wash on or having a cup of tea or rushing to meet a friend. And I'll remember those days of not wanting to get out of bed, of not eating properly, of wanting to walk into the sea and not come back, of writing letters and feeling entirely numb And it makes me determined to enjoy where I am right now and to find the joy in my everyday, to be thankful that I carried on. Because I am thankful for that every day. Even when it all feels a bit shit, I know that I've got this. The freedom to find your own home. What could have felt like complete uprootedness, and it has at times, I've tried to turn into an adventure to find where I belong. I was no longer tied to the place my parents lived or where I grew up and I didn't have to worry about being close enough to pop home if I needed to because my home was now with me and I had a choice. I could let that thought terrify me or I could use that terror to find my own home. I chose the latter. From Brighton to Hove to Amsterdam and Oxford, and now Manchester, and too many flats to mention. I have, up until this point, felt like a bit of a nomad. Hopping from one place to the next, never quite feeling settled, like it was my city and my home. I've collected people and experiences along the way, and tried my hardest to trust that I would find somewhere that I wanted to stay. The more places I've lived in, the more I've learned about myself and what I want from a home. In the same way that I got to create my own family and what that means to me, I got to do the same with finding a place to live and putting down roots. 
I didn't really have any limitations. And whilst that felt overwhelming at times, it also gave me a sense of freedom and a space to find my place in the world. And now I'm here. Home. A place where I've lived for over three years. I walk down streets that my mum has too, and people say my name in the way that my granddad used to greet me. And the freedom I used to feel at moving away, I now feel at staying still. I feel it in my bones and in my gut. And it's mine. I found it. My home. A couple more simple pleasures of being estranged. Owning very few belongings and becoming an accidental minimalist. Never having to attend family events you don't want to. Having healthier relationships with those around me. Creating your own traditions that merge the old ones you want to keep with new ones you've picked up along the way. Cultivating the most intricate self-care routines possible. A fierce determination to create a life you want to live in. Never sweating the small stuff. Becoming excellent at being frugal. A great sense of humour. The willingness to laugh at every opportunity you get, especially yourself. Becoming very good at being ill and being able to look after yourself with care. The ability to be hopeful even in the direst of circumstance. Giving people grace and learning not to judge others for not living their life the way you live yours. Asking for help all the time from nearly everyone you know. Being kind to yourself when you fuck up, which you will do, and often. A new appreciation for being content. Feeling like you can change any aspect of your life at any time, somehow, if you want to. Knowing that you can always find a solution. Learning when you need to work hard and when you need to do anything but work hard. Gaining a sense of perspective about just how random and fleeting life is. The freedom that comes with not taking life too seriously. The ability to transform noodles into a different meal for every single night of the week. and learning how to allow yourself to be loved by those around you, which is still a work in progress. As always, I'd like to offer you the space and time to reflect here. One of the greatest joys of being estranged is the space and freedom I've found to shape my life, so it feels more comfortable and joyful to live in. I'd like to invite you to take the next few minutes to think about what small actions you could take so your day-to-day feels that little bit easier and maybe, if it feels right, joyful too. Perhaps you really enjoy meditation but can never find the time and would like to add in 10 minutes each week to check in with yourself. Or you want to reach out and make time to see your mates more regularly for a weekend walk. If you get stuck, 
I find it helpful to think about what a really good day feels like and what elements of it make it feel that way. For me, it's making sure I've got 15 minutes in the mornings to sit and have a quiet cup of tea and listening to my favourite feel-good playlist as I get ready. Small actions like going outside for a walk over lunchtime and allowing myself a playful freedom to decide what I'd like for dinner. How would you shape your day today if you had the chance to rewrite it? And what elements of this can you carve into your everyday as it stands? Take five minutes after this episode to jot down some ideas. As always, I'd love to hear how you get on. It really makes my day hearing from listeners. You can reach me via Instagram at It's The Simple Pleasures or drop me an email at thesimplepleasurespodcast at gmail.com. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more Simple Pleasures before the next episode, then you can find me on Instagram at It's The Simple Pleasures where I share my day-to-day, everyday joys, from hot, buttery toast to having a chat in the supermarket. Hope to see you there. Until next time.